Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week we are talking about all the games coming to 2K and, well, no, take two interactives slate of games. Yeah, over the next it, four years. It's so strange because like I they just don't register at all on my radar of like like a huge developer. Yeah, large but but they're like one of the biggest. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I know. I, I, for some reason I always I always forget all the uh, the just the just the franchises they have and yeah. then that they release anything on top of that. And the ones like so like of all of the developers, the big, 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 uh, like developers and publishers, like they are one of the ones that has like some of my, like some of my favorite games. You know, it's just but I just don't think about them because I think about them in terms of like okay, the sports games like the 2K uh, NBA 2K, you know that sort of thing. But like I don't I don't necessarily identify them immediately as like oh yeah they're like one of my favorite ones because of Bioshock or because of yeah you know yeah, yeah. Uh, Red Dead and stuff. So like you know right. We'll, We'll go over it in a little bit. Um, also, Chris, I feel like I, I forget them because they don't have an E3 press conference. That's true. I mean, for for being a huge publisher, they don't. They don't. They don't do anything. They kind of like their games will pop up in other press conferences. But, sure. Um, like, like you know, oh, it's on the pre-show of the Sony press conference or whatever. You know, whenever or Sony even used just to in it. You know, like I mean, uh, a Bioshock will show up. I mean, they don't. I feel, I feel like they have like. You know, Red Dead Redemption shows up inside the press conference. Like they, like they sure. have bigger GTA. Yeah. They kicked off. You know, the remake. You know, <laughs> one of the Sony press conferences with the remake at one point. Yeah, I think that so. even even PlayStation Five, where it was like, "Here's our big PlayStation Five thing," and they brought out GTA Five update yeah. for you know anyway. So <laughs> it was like, oh man, where GTA is everywhere. Um, yeah, so we'll talk about that. They yeah. uh, they have they've got a plan to release a ton of games over the next four years. So we'll we'll talk about that and kind of like maybe get an idea of, of what they are. Um, and then we've got some picks of the week. But first, John, what have you been up to this week? Dude, so this week, I've actually, I feel like that I've done a lot. Um, but, you know, we'll t- well, I'll talk, talk a little bit about, a little bit about, you know, a couple of the big things. So I'm not going to dwell too long on it, but I 100% of Death's Door. That game uh, is phenomenal. It's, it's amazing. The achievements are not gettable in one run through which i was like kind of disappointed about i was like oh man like it's gonna take at least one more whole other run through to get all of the achievements on that game and so basically i'm like well i'm not gonna get that one um because like i don't the the achievement that i'm thinking of is like it's basically like beat the entire game with this one weapon situation and that one weapon didn't 100% it yeah, so, well, not, like, in terms of the achievement, but in terms of, like, getting all of the uh, secrets and getting oh, all okay. of the upgrades, all of the items, all of the, like, okay. all of the story, all of the stuff. There's, like, a, a substantial post-game on that thing, which is really cool. Um, mm. Anyway, uh, I did everything that I could do on one run-through. Um, but, yeah, the, the, the beat the entire game with a specific weapon and don't use anything else is, like, a little bit much, you know, for me, <laughs> me on that one. Mm. Um, but Chris, phenomenal game, amazing. The uh, but the one that I wanted to spend more time. Obviously, we've been doing some more flight simulator. Have you have you done any flight simming, Chris? I have not done any flight simming, okay, unfortunately. Okay. Um, flight simulators. I, I downloaded it, but I think now maybe I didn't download all of it, so I don't know. 
Yeah, whenever we were talking beforehand, it was like, because you have to, like, or at least I felt like I had to get into the game and then load these other updates that were not part of the main pack. Anyway. So, anyway. Hopefully, uh, we can get in there fly together. I tried to join on uh, somebody who's been on a podcast, Aaron, uh, right, who's been on the podcast before. Um, I, I saw him on the world map and like was like oh let me join on him like you know fly alongside Aaron from in here and I like tried to join him but it, it like I, I appeared somewhere and he like no one was there it was just completely empty sky weird um and then I texted him about it. I was like I was like oh man I tried to join you the other day and he was like dude I haven't had that installed for like you what? know months because he installed it on pc whenever it originally came out but then he's like i you know i deleted it. he's like but they've done some optimizations he's like i should reinstall it and i was like dude you should but also i don't know who i was trying to join on the ghost aaron flying around on the planet you know just that's funny it's very strange um but still still a great game the one that i wanted to hover a little bit on chris i started a game that's on game pass that i've been excited about for a while called the ascent um and what it is, it's an isometric twin-stick shooter um, in a cyberpunk world. Um, and it is, uh, it, it's been, like, it was, I think it was at the, the third-party uh, Xbox showcase back in last year for the Xbox Series X. And uh, it is gorgeous. It is a fantastic-looking game in Unreal Engine. I think it's Unreal Engine 4 still, not 5. But... Uh, it is uh, fantastic looking. Like it is, it is gorgeous, and uh, it, every like it's it's fascinating to me the level of detail that is in this isometric game, and like how they kind of do some cinematic kind of uh, stuff with it as you're traveling through the world. Where like it'll you know the the building that you're in, you're essentially in like a gigantic skyscraper that's like oh this is like a city within a building. You, you know, does that make sense? Like uh, it's just this gigantic building. Um, mm. And so, like, at certain points, like, you'll walk over to a railing and you'll be able to see, like, miles down, you know, to, like, these lower levels and stuff. You know, think about, like, Coruscant on, uh, you know, with Star Wars or whatever. It's, like, that type of a vibe where you're like, man, this is just an expansive city of elevators and all of these things. And uh, music is really is really good. The gameplay uh, is, is, is pretty fun so far. I haven't really gone past the first kind of missions or whatever um story is absolutely nonsensical so you know but um <laughs> but it is uh it is uh so far fun i'll probably play it one more time if it doesn't grab me you know the next time with a story or with like whatever it'll be kind of one of those that i'll just probably you know bounce off of but uh but i just want to shout it out as far as uh something i've i've checked out this week chris nice Nice. It is a multiplayer game, so that's, maybe I'll try to get some uh, somebody else on in in there with me. I feel like that would be uh, make it more fun, you know, make it more there fun you go. If, uh, if there's more people. Have you uh, have you played any more Deep Rock Galactic with uh, Cody? Uh, I haven't. We're not recently. I did. I haven't I, either. We've done some other missions and that sort of thing. And I, I still love that game. It's it's still really good. Um, but yeah, I have not recently. Cool, Chris. What have you been up to this week? Um, I honestly like haven't been up to a lot, uh, but what I have been up to is my pick of the week. Pick of the week. All right, John, my pick of the week. Uh, I know. We, I think we we talked about it when it was released or something. I don't remember, but I went back and I played both um, uh, Zombies Ate My Neighbors. And Ooh. grabbed by the ghoulies. Yes. Um, and uh, and I spent some a substantial amount of time with both of them. 
Nice. Um, and uh, I, they, they're definitely worth playing. Um, I th- think I prefer um, Zombies Ate My Neighbors. They're both a little different. So basically the same characters, same conceit, like mm. where you're going around and saving uh, people from um, some kind of supernatural monster. Cool, cool. Um, in Zombies Ate My Neighbors, the zombies are following you, and there are different varieties of them, and you can shoot them. Right. And um, you kind of always have to be on the move, whereas Grab by the Ghoulies, um, you are kind of like uh, going around these different environments and like these ghosts or like haunted trees or like, you know, things, uh, books that are flying off the shelves. Like you kind of have, you don't get chased really in this, except for maybe mm. by a tree. Um, it's more like environmental. It's more environmental, but it, and it was like slower pace, but it, like it was also more confusing um, because you have to like all these doors are locked in this house and you have to find all these keys to unlock them. And then what I didn't like was whenever you kind of like come up to and and are trying to get to a uh, a, a survivor to save, uh, once they kind of get within the, the, your frame of view and you're in the same room as them, and then all of a sudden the ghosts take notice of them and they start going for them. Mm. And so you can you can very quickly just like lose a lot of a lot of people that you're trying to save um, versus, I mean, it's always like my neighbors, you do too, but most of the time it's because like you accidentally lead them to them, right. <laughs> you know, like you get in between them, you you get the, the person you're trying to save in between you and the zombies and all of a sudden, you know, they like mm-hmm. eat them. And so I felt a little more like in control of zombies, my neighbors, even though they were chasing me down so much. And uh, so if you've never played either one of these, they are, they are NES games um, originally or Sega Genesis, like that era. Um, kind of like side-scrolling, like they're not isometric really, but like they're side-scrolling like where you can see it's... It, I, they're top-down, like they're sort of... sort of Not really top-down, it's, it's like, you know, it's like quarter-down, you know, yeah. like whatever, 90-degree down. Um, and, but not on uh, the you're, tilt you're, of like an isometric. It's like isometric without the tilt, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> without the like, yeah, it'd be yeah. in a cat corner. Diagonals, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and so... Anyway, uh, you you go around and, and save your neighbors and people, and that's really just the whole yeah. thing. They're um, all like Lucas. It, it was a lot games. of fun. It was yeah. It was it was a lot. Of, I mean, it, again, like zombies hit my neighbors is still as fun as I remember it, and it's great. Um, I I spent more time with Grab by the Ghoulies only because the levels take forever to get through, and I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd play this a ton again. I'll play uh, zombies hit my neighbors, but definitely. Yeah. I think like Zombies Ain't My Neighbors was definitely the uh, the more um, classic. Like it was like you know it's I don't know if you would even call it like a cult classic or anything like that. It was just like it's it's more well known. Like people liked that one. I didn't even know the other one existed. If I'm being honest, until they came out with like oh and this is the sequel. You know, um, I didn't know that it was really even a thing. So, um, but I'm excited to play this thing. I I, I got the uh, the physical edition from. Um, limited run games pre-order whatever that'll come like later this year like they always do whenever you pre-order those things um but i uh i i haven't checked out the uh you know i've thought about oh i should pick it up on xbox digitally or whatever because i got it on switch uh physically through uh limited run so i might might end up doing that dude i'm uh, i'm really excited to play some uh zombies at my neighbors man nice what's your pick of the week my pick of the week this week, Chris, uh, is 
Loki assembled. So the uh, Marvel series, uh, their television series, like they had WandaVision assembled. They had uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier assembled. And it's just basically a documentary about like how they made uh, these uh, these series or like, you know, interviews with the director, but specifically the Loki one. Um, they, uh, they talked to the whole crew about it and everything like that. It's, it's a super interesting look at this series and like they talked to, talk to, um, Owen Wilson and they have like, you know, some, some things with like, you know, with him in it where it's like, I was just fascinated to, to hear him talk about his experience with like this Marvel stuff. And like, you know, he said that he, uh, um, he sat down like he, whenever they like got to the set or whatever, like he would sit down with Tom Hiddleston and have Tom Hiddleston, like give him essentially like uh, lore lectures about like about the Marvel universe and about Loki and like, you know, he'd ask him questions and stuff like that. It's just a fascinating look at like the level of care and attention to detail that every single person in this process of, of, you know, Loki was taking to the, uh, to the show even like you know like with uh with specifically like owen wilson it almost seems like he just doesn't even know like a ton you know about like what's happening with the mcu like hasn't watched them, those movies or like whatever but that he's like you know he's he's very uh meticulous about his character and going you know figuring out you know what's going on with uh with all of that so it's just a, a super cool documentary about the making of loki and again that show is uh it feels like it was very much targeted straight to me <laughs> Nice. So, you know, that after you're done with watching the series, dive right into Marvel's Loki Assembled. And uh, I think it's like it, they talked about the Assembled series as if it's like a, a season of television, but literally it's just the three of them. And like they don't put it out until the show comes out. I'm sure there's going to be a what if Assembled whenever what if kind of comes out uh, in a couple weeks. So. But yeah, dude, uh, Marvel's Loki Assembled is my pick of the week and your pick of the week is Zombies Ate My Neighbors and Grab by the Ghoulies. <laughs> I love, I love right. the gap that was in between in between those. It's like, it's <laughs> Zombies Ate My Neighbors and Grab by the Ghoulies. <laughs> just, just like this little asterisk. Like, you see it down in the fine print and Grab by the Ghoulies. I mean, I wasn't, I was like, you know, I was kind of, I was, you know, you heard me. I wasn't, I wasn't entirely sure that I wanted to, uh, Promote grab by the ghoulies, but <laughs> that's fine. I mean, I feel like that's a package that you. It's like, oh, it's a great add-in, but you don't buy it specifically for that game. You buy it for zombies right. ain't my neighbors, you know. Right, right. All right, so John, we are um, talking about two K and or sorry, Take Two's plans for the their game releases over the next couple of years. So I'm going to read this article. It's from Rebecca about Valentine at IGN. And we can kind of talk about it. Take-Two is preparing to dramatically increase its game output in the coming years. Especially when it comes to the biggest core titles that set the tone for its portfolio. It's got four games planned for this year. But in the following two years, it's planning for a total of 19 core releases. Including seven sports simulation games and four free-to-play games. This was laid out in the company's quarterly earnings today. During which the publisher also outlined... The four releases coming this year, WWE 2K22, NBA 2K22, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, and a fourth game from 2K that will be announced later this month. Beyond that, CEO Strauss Zelnick isn't given more specifics and emphasizes 
that this is all subject to change. But speaking to IGN, he acknowledges that this is take two effectively doubling its big game release pipeline. He says that Take-Two has been building toward this level of output for some time and does not intend for fiscal year 2023 and 2024 to be big surges on the radar. Rather, he hopes this is part of a permanent increase in Take-Two's big game release pipeline. Mm. Uh, he says, quote, it's evolutionary rather than revolutionary. We've been building up the company ever since we came here 14 years ago. It just takes a long time because it takes a long time to come up with ideas. It takes many years to bring ideas to fruition. It takes time to build teams. And obviously, we're trying to create the best quality entertainment of any sort on Earth. That's a tall order, end quote. Of the few specifics about what this release slate contains, what might be most surprising are the four free-to-play titles, which, which Zelnick, having said in the past... He's been hesitant to embrace free-to-play due to it being a risky bet. Take-Two has dabbled in the model before, admittedly, but its biggest dips in the pool have been with what he calls tethered free-to-play games like Grand Theft Auto Online. It's free-to-play, technically, mm. but it's tied to an existing paid experience. Mm. However, Zelda confirms the four free-to-play games listed in the company's projections are true free-to-play games, not tethered to any other game, representing somewhat of a philosophical shift for the publisher. Um, I don't know who's quoting this, but this is a quote. As an asset class, free-to-play titles are riskier, and I don't think there's much we can do about there, that except to try to make the highest quality titles that we can, end quote. Also on, among Take-Two's plans for fiscal 2023 and 2024 are five independent games, ten free-to-play mobile games, four mid-core games, and three new iterations of previously released titles. All of this, Zelnick emphasizes, is subject to change. It's like, hey, this is what we're doing, but not nah, maybe not. I've got fourteen thousand ideas, Chris, but it's um, all subject to change. As part of this, this is another article by Taylor Lyles. I won't read the whole thing, but two K to reveal new new franchise later this month. Yeah. Um. And so, according to Take Two's first quarter earnings report, two K's new franchise will be unveiled this month with confirmation that the game will launch sometime during this fiscal year. For context, this means this new original game will launch anywhere between now and March 31st, 2022. Right. Fascinating. So uh, there's a lot of stuff coming. I mean, I, I think there's that's, lot of, that's yeah, awesome. Lots, lots to unpack there, I feel like. like yeah. F first of all, like, let's stick with the, the, that that last part that you mentioned. Like, a brand new, like, unannounced, I is it like a new IP? Like, is this just a new... It uh, sounds like, like it, yeah. Sounds like it, yeah. Like, new franchise. Um among like they have the two sports games this year they have the, i mean unless uh, it no, RPG, was WB games never mind and then they have this like unannounced thing and it's like that's that's fascinating in and of itself because it's been so long since we've had like a brand new franchise from take two you know or from anywhere within there so um like we've had like mafia three i guess like you know was it was that but that's a sequel like i'm just trying to think like back to like when was the last time we had like a brand new thing from them from 2k i don't, yeah. I don't really know i mean the game that i keep wanting is another bioshock mm, um you know same. some kind of sequel to bioshock infinite or you know a new just kind of uh bioshock installment uh, i know that you know ken levine isn't there anymore and so that's kind of like you know creatively he was the 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 force behind that but i just like the franchise in general i, I feel like even if it's uh half as good as you know mm -hmm. something like infinite it's still great 
Yeah, um, they've talked about that. That's still an a uh, an active um, IP, an active yeah. IP. So like they they've got to have that in development somewhere. So you hope like so they had the. <laughs> What was it? The uh, there was four, like seven uh, games next year. There were like sports titles, and there was four free to play things. But that still like leaves like eight games. Like that was only you know that amounts to about eleven. But it's like that still like leaves eight games out there on the table for yeah. for them four to be per announced. year probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I'm yeah, like the. The games that they that they mentioned earlier, most of them, like the 2K, they're, they're always going to put those games out. Those are all, you know, like they're going to put out 2K, uh, um, NBA 2K, they're going to put out WWE 2K whenever they can. Yeah. Um, i trying to think. There's PGA other... Tour. That's PGA the Tour, yeah. One. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so like, so we kind of, we pulled up a list of uh, Take-Two's uh, IP and we wanted to run through that real quick and just kind of think about well, what could be coming down the pipe possibly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like how the only thing I'm going to throw out is, uh, at some point we've got to get a grand theft auto six. Yeah. It's getting, I mean, you figure like red dead came out, what, three years ago, four years ago at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So you figure we're, we're maybe like halfway to the next thing. <laughs> They've had a lot of creative shakeup over there as well at Rockstar. So, like, I, I just also don't know if I have hope that it's coming anytime. Like, I don't think it's imminent, um, the next GTA. But they, I don't know. You, do you think they were maybe developing it alongside Red Dead 2? Or do you think that it was just, no. like, all hands on deck for Red Dead? I think it was all hand, hands on deck from uh, Red Dead. And I think, like, uh, some of the, like, reporting afterwards about the crunch they were going through, like, points yeah. to that as well. Yeah. And so, like, I, the thing is, like, they're, they're focused on getting, you know, Grand Theft Auto Five into the current gen. And, like, mm. hey, man, I just, mm-hmm. I would rather them just, like, get Grand Theft Auto Six yeah. into some gen. Yeah. I mean, I, I also, yeah, it's next gen. Like, what, it, you know, because obviously we have current gen now is the Series X and the PlayStation Five. So it'd be like the PlayStation Six, you know, it's just like, um, yeah, like that's a uh, that's that's an interesting thing because they have so much of a high player base and are making so much money from uh, GTA Online, like the shark cards and like all. It's just there's just a lot of stuff within GTA Five Online that they are uh, monetizing. Um, and it's on top of the sales charts, like occasionally, like whenever it goes on sale or whatever, like you'll still see like GTA five, like pop up into the top 10 or whatever. Um, so like, that's, that's just such a, a cash cow. It's like almost, I feel like that makes it less likely that they rush it, like to, to get GTA six, you know, going because it's like, well, that one, we're still making money on that thing, you know? So I don't yeah. know, man, it's a hard, hard call. Uh, do you have that list of other, uh, yeah. IP? Let me uh, let me pull that up. I, I just saw one on here just a second ago. Uh, Civilization, the Civilization games. Um, mm, yeah, are, yeah. Uh, they always they release those a lot. That's I feel like that's a that's a really highly rated franchise that I just again I just I, I forget that they publish. Uh, XCOM as well. That's another big one. Um, I feel like that the XCOM is due for another uh, another round. It's a strategy uh, uh, RPG game um, of, of aliens. Like it's uh, it's basically marines versus aliens situation um we have mafia the mafia franchise 
Borderlands, which we've talked about. So like Borderlands, they're, they're releasing the Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Like that's the RPG that they're uh, they're doing this year. Um, beyond that, you figure like they they just like two years ago put out Borderlands three. Is it three? Are they on that number at this point? Um, they have the Bioshock franchise. They have Spec Ops The Line. That's one we haven't talked about yet, which has only had one game in it. Um, I don't necessarily see see them like revitalizing that game. No. Um, they have The Darkness uh, and The Darkness 2. So you figure like if it's already had one sequel, maybe that's they uh, they put out another one. Um, there is... Oh, so this is fascinating because they've got the PGA Tour game, right? But then they've also got the golf club that they put out in 2019. <laughs> it's hmm. just, was that a rebrand? Were they just trying to rebrand the PGA thing? Was it, well, was it Rory McIlroy's before that or something like that? And then Good they like question. pulled the name off after like there was some kind of like reason that there was some money that didn't exchange hands or something, mm. I think. Mm. And like they pulled his name off of it. Yeah. Okay. So this it's weird because this is the golf club 2019 featuring pga tour so, so yeah they must have pulled some but like it doesn't have a name attached to it it's not even like they are not calling it the pga tour it's just the golf club 2019 featuring the pga tour very very strange that's like being like this is the you know this is the the mushroom kingdom featuring mario you know it's like <laughs> just yeah so strange um yeah, like I said, Bioshock Infinite, Evolve was one that they did, but like I don't see them, you know, kind of dipping back into that because they've Back for Blood uh, is the what that developer is working on these days. Um, Battleborn, dude, remember Battleborn? Oh yeah, twenty sixteen. Oh man, that's a uh, like that game was. I feel like they tried to make a huge deal about that game, and it just did not take. You know. Um, and that's basically the play, the playground series. So the NBA 2k playgrounds, remember that that's the kind of more, uh, NBA jam style, uh, basketball game with the big heads and the, that sort of thing that they try that they've been, they've been doing they've playgrounds one and two. Um, and in that vein, they also have the battlegrounds, the WWE 2k battlegrounds. It's basically the same situation where it's like a, a, yep. a WWE, but, but very cartoonized. Um, and that's basically it for 2K, but overall, like the rest of Take Two has like um, let me pull up these. They have Outer Worlds, so we already know that the Outer Worlds sequel is is uh, happening. But I don't know if that's happening being published by to Take Two or if that's being published by Microsoft at this point. Uh, I don't, just don't know what the what the state of uh, Outer Worlds is there. Um, LA Noir is a, uh, a franchise that they have. They kind of, the last thing they did with that was they put it on switch. So I love LA Noir. It's dude, great. It's a, uh, I, I've played through the majority of that game and it is, it's pretty fun. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, let's see anything else that we haven't talked about. Kerbal space program, which is like a, one of those like, Oh, this is a, f- a fun one that doesn't control super well. It's like the jank is a feature, not a bug. Um, Let's see. A lot of old stuff as far as Take Two goes. They have uh, Ancestors, the Humankind. I don't, I don't know what that is exactly. Um, yeah, Fatal Frame. They have Fatal Frame. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of older stuff like Jet Fighter and Duke Nukem and stuff like that, but like those are not necessarily, I wouldn't consider any of those like active franchises at this point. They're kind of just dead, you know? Um, but yeah, that's it. That's so, I mean, so, uh, okay. So if you're going to pick four, four games per year, oh, and man. there's probably, and it's probably not repeats. So we're probably talking about eight, eight of these games, yeah. which ones are coming back over the next two years. I mean, we already know outer worlds is having a sequel. I just, again, I don't know if it's published I, by them. Do you, I don't, I, okay. Do you think that's one of them? That I, could be one of them. That, that could hundred percent be, be one of them. That could be one of them. Um, I think we're talking Bioshock is, is gotta be one of them. Um, I feel like that, dude, I feel like that's a has to be one of them. Like they have this franchise that people just keep asking for. They can't not do it. Um, I, man, as far as Borderlands four has got to happen at some point, you would assume. Um, but again, they're putting out tiny, tiny Tina's wonderlands, that RPG. So it's like, well, how close is that, uh, for, um, Man, that's that's three. Mafia, I would say Mafia is probably a, a good bet. XCOM is another good bet, and then Civilization. So that's six. Like I just named six. If I were to pick yeah. four of those, I would I would just say Civilization, um, the Outer Worlds, Bioshock, well, uh, and Borderlands. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, okay. Borderlands definitely. I think I could see coming back soon. Um, Bioshock is like I feel like a long shot, but that's what I want to happen. <laughs> Civ for sure. It's gotta happen, um, Chris. Yeah, um, I think GTA is one of them. Like, I think like they could be mm. pumping out a GTA Six here soon. Um, uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I feel like is super super like just like that's still like kind of in the in in the cultural um, memory enough to because I don't think you know some of this stuff like, like Spec Ops the Line right or like even SOCOM. It's just like eh. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like eh, who is there? Uh, who's clamoring for this? And I guess like like that's the other thing is like the so many of the games that they put out aren't something that people are necessarily clamoring for, but end up as something that people like, you know? Yeah. Um, either way, it's gonna be fascinating. Um, what is the one that you want the most? Ah, oh, dude, of course it's it's Bioshock. Like, yeah, same. Without a doubt, man. Like that's that is a franchise that I am so excited for. E- Okay, so GTA. If they get GTA done, then they could do another Red Dead after that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, another ten years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking, you know, we're talking whenever, whenever, you know, we hit like retirement age or whatever. <laughs> we're getting another Red Dead. That would be great. I'm cool with it. Um, cool. All right. Well. Uh, whenever they announce their games later this month, or one of the games later this month, we'll, we'll let you know. And like, I mean, it's gonna be crazy. Like, if they actually do up their outputs to where they're releasing, you know, all these sports games, which I mean, they've struggled as of late with sports games, like the quality sure. of them. The 2K franchises have taken time off. That's why they came out with uh, WWE Battlegrounds this past mm-hmm. uh, year, was so that they didn't have to put out a full fledged, you know, release. Um, Dude, because that so- last WWE game. The bugs. I, I mean, saw. it wasn't. It wasn't the worst, <laughs> but it wasn't the best. You know, like yeah. you know, and it's, it's one of those things where, like, when you look at the best uh, games, you know, like Madden or the show, like they don't change drastically year over year, but mm-hmm. they don't move backwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of the two K games felt like they were moving backwards, and so 
uh, that's where I think they went back and retooled, and hopefully they come back stronger and better than ever because that's what Definitely. I want to play. All right, well, next week hope, maybe we'll uh, review Suicide Squad. I really want to see watch that this weekend. Dude, I, would, I, I told you earlier, I have a list of just a backlog of things I want to watch and need to watch. So uh, I'm going to start work, working my way through that stuff. Additionally, I watched Jungle Cruise and I very much enjoyed it. I didn't mention that during what I've been up to, um, but uh, but I very much enjoyed it. We sh- if whenever you watch it, whenever you finally watch it, we should review it. <laughs> yes, totally. But yeah, Suicide Squad, man. I'm excited. I'll, I'll probably watch it this weekend um, yeah, on HBO same. Max. Same. Uh, you can find us online at uh, stayontargetpodcast.com, on social at chrisright250. And johnright777. And at stayontargetpod. Please go to your podcast surface of choice. Review us. Tell all your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. Target.